Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, November 13th, 2021. As always, this Key Races and Bets podcast and the companion product, the Key Races and Bets blog, otherwise known as the written version, is brought to you by Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great legal online wagering website with great bidding tools and perks. Amwager is legal for residents of most states in the U.S. and covers most tracks in North America as well as some around the world. Check it out at amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, where you can get the written version the Key Races and Bets blog by clicking on How to Bet and Stars blog. We're going to start this week's Key Races and Bets with the James F. Lewis Stakes Race 7 at Laurel with a post of 323 Eastern. And this is one of a few great stakes races on the card for two-year-olds, but I like this one a lot. Run to Daylight is undefeated in three starts, and it's likely to remain that way when this stakes for two-year-olds is over. He won his debut by three lengths, then a little stakes at Charlestown by nearly six, and another stakes last time out by two lengths. His logical progression in Equibase Speed Figures 64, 72, 79 should continue. He brings along regular rider Boca Chica, who has won with a strong 33% of his mounts this year. That's on 679 races. The gelding does not need the lead to win. Not only is the horse a multiple winner, but his dam also produced a colt named Twirling Owen, who won 5 of 11, including a number of stakes and a win at Laurel. Slats is another contender. He may have just broken his maiden last month, but was a powerful win due to the addition of blinkers. And if repeated, that effort could be good enough to post the mild upset here. Rallying from third at the distance and over the track, under Cruiser rides back. Slats won easily by five lengths with gas left in the tank and earned an 80 figure right there with the figure one daylight earned winning a stakes. Gonzalez wins more than a share of stakes on the circuit. That's trainer Gonzalez. And from the rail, Slats can save ground, have a big say in the outcome. Both Slats and Run to Daylight should have their late kick set up nicely by need lead types top the charts, pushed along early by Locomotive and newly blinkered Synergy Star. In the James F. Lewis Stakes Race 7 Laurel Post 323 on Saturday, November 13th, win bets recommended on Run to Daylight at 8 to 5 or more and Slats at 2 to 1 more. And since both are probably going to make that threshold, this is a great time to consider wagering on two overlays using a tool called Dutching Tool in order to maximize our profit. The Dutching Tool is free and easy at Amwager.com and lets you set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win. And based on the odds, your odds, your bets are proportioned accordingly. It's one of many great free features and perks at Amwager.com. Again, run daylight, 8 to 5 or higher, slats, 2 to 1. For the exacta, I want to play two exactas here. One's going to be box, run to daylight, and slats. And the other is going to be run to daylight and slats overall. We're going to move over to Belmont for the next race on this week's Key Races and Bets podcast. And that is the Artie Schiller Stakes Race 9 at Aqueduct. Post of 3.43 Eastern. Rinaldi looks to have the early lead all of himself in this race, not only because the two horses inside of him have no interest in leading, but also because that's the way Rinaldi won the similar forbidden apple stakes at this one-mile trip at Saratoga this summer. He comes back from two and a half months off and won the forbidden apple following three months off. So that appears to be the kind of break which he likes and suggests that effort is repeatable here. Louis Saez rode... 
Rinaldi in the Forbidden Apple, as well as to -to back-to-back wins in wire-to-wire fashion in the summer of 2020 and back-to-back wins in the summer of 2019 as well. Left alone on his own devices on the front end, Rinaldi becomes very tough to beat, and opening at 6-1 is a really strong contender in this field. Tell Your Daddy opens at half the odds of Rinaldi at 3-1, and for good reason, as he finished second at 29-1 in the Keeneland Turf Mile. He won the Bernard Baruch Stakes in Saratoga before that, so it is a race in top form. Should be a strong contender down to the wire. That being said, his best three efforts this year yielded 103, 108, and 106 figures, which aren't any better than the 108, 109, and 104. Three best figures Rinaldi has put forth this year. So as a win bet, tell your daddy, it's less likable as opposed to Rinaldi, although he must be used on exact tickets. Olympic Runner opens at much higher odds than either of Rinaldi or Tell Your Daddy. 12 to 1 to be exact, and despite having won the King Edward Stakes at this mile turf distance in August, Olympic Runner wasn't disgraced one bit last, that one rallying from 10th to 3rd in the shorter Nearctic Stakes, and after hitting the gate at the start. And with 12 first or second place finishes in his 25 career starts nearly half the time, this veteran is another we must use in any tickets we play involving this race. For the exotics, we'll use Flavius. He's no standard. Opens at seven to two. March of the Arch opens at eight to one. Must be used on exotics as well. He's not disgraced. Went fourth and beaten the neck for third in the Rico Wood by mile last out. We should always use Bodie Cream for second on some tickets. Opening at a very high twenty to one. He just won his last start on grass as well as was second and beaten the nose in the very similar Gio Ponti Stakes one year ago. I'll also toss in Big Long Shot Mandate for second on some tickets. He opens at a whopping fifty to one because he's coming out of claiming races, but. His most recent effort, which came after a train change, was very good and suggests he can run with these. Not only did he earn a 107 Echo Bay speed figure on par with the top contenders here, but he rallied from 10 back and drew off late. He was formerly the Pletcher Barn and highly regarded and could help us make a nice profit if he runs well and hits the exacta. For the Artie Shoulder Stakes, Race 9 Aqueduct, Saturday, November 13th, post 343 Eastern, Rinaldi. 2 to 1 or more. Olympic runner, 4 to 1 or more. And again, this is precisely the kind of race to use a dutching tool. You're going to have odds disparity here. A dutching tool is free and easy to use and prorates your bets based on the odds, based on the morning lines of 6 to 1 and 12 to 1. This gives us a nice edge. I'll also bet a couple of dollars to win a place on mandate because he's likely high odds. If he does repeat that last race, I don't want to be kicking myself if I'm not holding a ticket. For the exact, there's two exact combinations here. The first is Olympic runner, Rinaldi, and tell your daddy over. Olympic runner, Rinaldi, Tell Your Daddy, Bodie Cream, and Mandate. The second is Olympic runner, Rinaldi, and Tell Your Daddy, over. Olympic runner, Rinaldi, Tell Your Daddy, Flavius, and March of the Arch. You notice both exactly contain the top three contenders, and that's because we want to win it twice. If any two of the three finish first and second. Moving on to the last race on this Key Races and Bets podcast, that's the Maple Leaf Stakes. Grade 3. Race 7 at Woodbine, post 3.56 Eastern. Don't forget, you can get the written version of this Key Race is the Best podcast just by going to Amwager. It's free. Go to Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com. Click on How to Bet at Ella Star's blog. In the Maple Leaf, Laloon gets slight preference as she won 3 of 10 in her native Great Britain all on grass, including 2 at this identical mile and a quarter trip. She ran very well in a U.S. debut in September when rallying from 10th of 12 early to miss by a neck and get second in the Kentucky Downs Ladies Marathon at nearly this distance, then stretched out to 12 furlongs on the turf at the Grade 3 Dowager Stakes. She finished 6 of 10 without threatening. But she gets back to the mile and a quarter, and she gets Lasix. She opens at 8-1, to one and she has a big shot here to run well and post the upset, repeating her Kentucky Downs effort or her 10 furlong win in April in the U.K., Lake Lucerne is another with credentials for the distance. Many lack in here. 
She won at the trip on all weather in only the second start of her career in March of 2020, then ran poorly in three races, then came to the U.S. She won her second stateside start this past May on the turf at Churchill Downs. Three later, won a tough second-level rounds race at Saratoga and finished third in the Athenia Stakes at nine furlongs in September. This is her first time in the U.S. stretching back out to ten furlongs where she's proven, and she's a Godolphin homebred who could easily be right there at the wire and earn her fourth career win. Mervilleu and Sister O'Toole round out the contenders in this race, a little more for exactness than for win bets. Mervilleu drops in class from the grade 1 and grade 2 stakes four in a row to this grade 3 level, and her near miss by three-quarters of a length in the Dan Smartly stakes in August at this trip would have her in the hunt at the wire if she repeats it. Sister O'Toole won at 10 furlongs on grass at Belmont in July and hasn't run badly since as she was second in August and fourth in the Wea stakes last month. In the Maple Leaf stakes... Race 7 at Woodbine, 3.56 Eastern on Saturday, November 13th. I like the Loon and Lake Lucerne, and I'll bet them both a 3-1 to one or more using the Dutching Tool and Amwager. I want to play an exact box of Merville U, Sister O'Toole, La Loon, and Lucerne, Lake Lucerne. And I want to play a trifecta box of Merville U, Sister O'Toole, La Loon, and Lake Lucerne. Thanks so much for listening to this week's Key Races and Bets podcast. Check out amwager.com and the Key Races and Bets blog, and we'll talk to you next week.